and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I am Ray Jarama Harrington. And I am Chuck Nibbler Staten. Wow. That's, that's accurate. Really yeah. reaching for those <laughs> funny nicknames, guys. Uh, I got to host a panel with some of the cast members of Futurama at Rhode Island Comic Con 2023. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll throw to the panel and then uh, if if you like what you see, you know, give us a, a subscribe, maybe a like, maybe both. And uh, we'll have some some of our trademark foolishness after the panel. Yeah, definitely stick around and see what kind of our normal episodes are about and hope you stick around and listen to the show. But without further ado, I love. Why is there? I I feel like I have to say that, but I don't, don't want to say anymore. Hey, is there another phrase, Chuck? You don't have to say that. You know what? With some further ado, how about? Oh how wait, about, that's how right. About, that's not good either. How about this? Enough of these creepers. Let's turn your peepers over mm. to the panel. No, that doesn't no. rhyme. No, the Futurama well, panel. So much for coming to this panel. Are you excited for Futurama? I thought, ah, oh, I'm gonna have to do the thing where they weren't loud enough, and I asked them, no, you guys are loud enough. It's great. It's the last panel of the day. You're bringing the heat. It's really appreciated. My name is Brad. I'm from the Fun Bearable Podcast, but I understand you are not here to see me. You are here for that sweet, sweet Futurama action. So. Friends, please put those paws together for our Futurama reunion panel. We'll start with Phil Lamar. Absolute best. We have Maurice LaMarche. Lauren Tom! I'm doing the Trump dance. Oh, nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Don't, don't Clap, do that. Beautiful. Clapping for myself. Oh, all right. Oh. How's everybody doing? End of a Saturday. You guys are pumped. I love it. All right. I'm... How many fries we got in here? <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's one in the two. Yeah. Two in the front. red hair. Two, <laughs> two in. At least we got no lobster stinking men. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did all these people get in my room? <laughs> in my dumpster. <laughs> my dumpster. We are, uh, we are off the rails immediately. It's wonderful. We have it no other way. I have basically one question, and then I'm going to turn it over to the audience. We have a microphone there. Do we have one over here? Do we have one in there? Yes. Look for a microphone, and then we'll call on yes, you. Yes, so line up at the microphone in alphabetical order. Yes. Very important. Actually, line up in order of how much beryllium it takes to kill you. <laughs> it's my smizmar. Oh, Amy. Oh, I'm so glad to be conning with you I'm again. I'm so happy to see you. 
You two make and we me can finally sick. talk about Futurama. <laughs> you two make me sick. Uh, my my one and only question: uh, When your agent called you and said, "Hey, we've got this new Matt Groening show uh, coming for you," uh, did you even in your wildest dreams did you imagine it leading to this kind of longevity and honestly this passionate fan base? Even well, in your longevity, well, longevity is a funny word because it, the longevity came about by it's going into a coma four times. Right. You know? Um, it's only because of you guys. Well, and also we back then in 98, when we were auditioning for the show, The Simpsons wasn't 30 years old yet. That's right. True. We didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we, always, we always got that. It's not as good as The Simpsons. <laughs> and then when Disenchantment came out, people were like, it's not as good as Futurama. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you're the same people, aren't you? Yes. Well, yes. Good no, well, job, you no, guys. The, the problem with Futurama was, like, Matt Groening had created Fox. Yeah. So all of the executives were jealous of him. It's like, damn it, we have jobs because of that guy. We can't give him notes. So when he came up with this second stepchild, they're like, yeah. <laughs> we can step on that show. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Do you remember auditioning? Oh you yeah. Know, you know, like they show you a picture of the character. Absolutely. I, I, I sat there and, and it's like I was ready to do a couple of characters, but they had already cast Fry. And so I wasn't ready for that. And they said, what do you think? And I had to pull something out of my ass really fast. <laughs> um, it was what I sounded like when I was 25. I was in a band and I was all whiny and nasally and complaining and, oh shit, I broke a string. Now what am I gonna do? And um, you know, and and I thought, wow, that would be perfect for Leela. I didn't, I didn't, because she's so strong and decisive, and, and he's needy and and you know all over the place. But his heart's in the right place. So I was a project for a girl. So that's what I based him on. I was a project. It was like, why do you wear that stained shirt? What's look at your hair? What's the matter? We don't wear a stupid hat, you know. And I was always like. Okay, all right, all right. So that was my interpretation. I just, you know what it is, Johnny, everybody here will tell you, if you have a responsibility to do a character, you've got to make it resonate. It's got to have more than the two dimensions yeah. that you're looking at. Totally. Because, because people have to feel like, you know what, I could know that person. I could know that, I do know that person in life. So there. Yeah, when, you, when your voice helps someone identify with a cartoon character, that's special, so, yeah. yeah, so. Well, that's when we, I mean, most of you connected with voices like ours in your childhood, right? I mean, you're here as adults, but you've been listening to us for 20 years, and we've been planting subliminal messages in your brains. <laughs> yes. Yes, so that you will follow us when we try to take over the world. Oh, wait, this isn't that. Wrong panel, wrong panel, sorry. Show off. <laughs> No, but voices live in your head. Your parents' voices live in your head for yeah. decades and decades Absolutely. and decades. Absolutely, that's what therapy's for, <laughs> right? No, and I mean, cartoons do the same thing. I remember the first time I did an episode of Scooby-Doo with John. That's right. Remember we were doing oh Scooby-Doo? Yes, I totally doing remember Doing our Scottish that. accent? Oh, it was no, terrible. No, no, Australian. Whatever, it was, yeah, it was terrible. But I remember, but, yeah. you know, you know um, Casey Kasem walked in you know, who's doing the voice of Shaggy since I was eight. Yeah. And when he started talking on the microphone, I felt myself shrink to have a bowl of cereal in my lap. 
Did you meet my big goofy wife, Jean? (laughs) That's crazy. I thought we we were almost finished. (laughs) Good golly, Miss Molly. I want Coming somebody to use his three. brain. Never mind. It's an inside <laughs> joke. We Giant inside no. joke. No. Two. <laughs> so, okay, we'll let you in on the inside joke. We all love outtakes. In fact, yeah. Billy, John, and I, and David X. Cohen do a show called Outtake-A-Rama. Every, you know, once every few months up yeah. until the pandemic. And what we, it's a collection of outtakes of famous stars, and we recreate them. But but we all collected them in the 90s when they came went around on cassettes. Bloopers. And I, I was actually the main disseminator of these things. I just loved it. Orson Give Wells. them a sample. Well, oh, of Casey? Well, it's filthy, though, is the only thing. <laughs> so one of, the be, one of the best known ones is, is this Casey Kasem outtake where he loses his shit. Uh, because they, we're, we're coming out of a, we're coming, I tell you, I tell you, I've told him a million times, don't come out of an up-tempo number into somebody's dog dying. I want somebody to use his effing brain and not come out of an up-tempo number. Are those the pictures I was supposed to see? Is Don on the phone? And he just like melts the hell down. He loses his mind. But at one point he goes, join us this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2 Two. two. <laughs> and that's Matt Groening's favorite soundbite yeah. in the world. Two. So anytime the word, word two comes up, well, we're directing, well, he's directing an episode. Well, Casey was mad we'll that they stuck him on in the yeah. middle of the night. Two a.m. <laughs> so that's, that, now you're in on the inside two. joke. And you're going, that's the inside joke? How many, how many, that's sandwich, what these assholes How many sandwiches are over at? there? There's two over there. Two. Two. Everything, two. Right, everyone make, make a promise to take that home with you. Yes. yes. Anytime. People in this My wife room. is ready to leave me over two. I mean, every time. Two. Two. Um, well, oh, as we get ready. By the way, my wife is the originator of the Kif Psy. Wow. If you're wondering where Kif's Psy came from, I've been listening to my wife do that Psy with me. <laughs> every time I say something I think is incredibly cogent and clever, and she Aww. just goes, ugh. <laughs> So when it came time for Kif to sigh, I just borrowed my wife Robin's exhausted sigh. Perfect. So there you go. That's beautiful. As we get ready for some audience questions, Lauren. Yes. Oh, yes. Can I take it away? One second. Yes. Okay, guys. Thank you for humoring me. Um, One of the reasons I love doing these cons so much is it's a chance for me to raise a little money for my favorite charity, which is Shakedown. <clears throat> Homeboy <laughs> Industries. Actually, our whole cast supports. No, this it's a really we great. And, and it's a really great organization. So, yeah. what I would love to do, if you don't mind, I'm going to pass this bucket around like church. And if you have like, or a twelve-step meeting for those who are familiar with that. If you have like a dollar or something you want to throw in, I'll just tell you about it really. It's for quick. Homeboy Industries, yes, right? Yes, it's it's. They take uh, formerly incarcerated men and women, and they send them through an eighteen-month program that's all free. They remove their tattoos and. Basically, at the end of this program, they, they get a job and they get back into society with a 70% success rate and wow. only a 30% it's, recidivism rate. Yeah, right. it's a so, really, really, really wow. good program. It's an amazing organization. And, 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 uh, and they have a restaurant that they, that, and, and a bakery mm-hmm. that, they, yeah. that they, you know, these folks work at. And, you know, it's, it's really... Oh, my God. They're in LAX and the food is fantastic. Yeah, I, no, there's I act- go there instead of going to the Admiral's Club because the food is so good. <laughs> no, it's true. A lot they of these... Have a a lot of these gangsters become great cooks and, yeah. and like start their own restaurants and stuff. So it's so, really amazing. So it's an amazing if anybody organization. can, can contribute, this is the great second chance charity. 
The, yeah, exactly, it really is. right? If yeah. you believe in second chance. It, it, yep. it is the one, so. Beautiful. We appreciate it. Lauren yes, appreciates really, it. really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much in advance. Excellent. Okay. Now, I notice no one is standing at either microphone, which I find. Oh, oh there's a guys. Deadpool. Oh, good. Here's right. one. Yes, Here's some needles. All right, now, wait a minute. Hold on now. Everybody's going to. All right, right. we're going to start now. over. We're going to start with Deadpool, and, and then we're going to ping pong back and forth. Okay. All right, now we got a really heavy, one-sided thing over here. We, yeah, yeah, you got to split it up. We got to split it up. Let's get Figure some people out. over now there. Lots of people have yeah, yeah, bird there you go. Oh my gosh. Bird. All right. We'll go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, nine, ten. We'll start. Okay. Deadpool. What's what's your name? Where you're from? What's your question? Uh, my name's Alonzo. I'm from Hi, right here in Rhode Island. Nice. I've come to every Rhode Island Comic Con that's been here. Um, so welcome to Rhode Island, guys. Hey, do me a favor. Push that microphone up a little higher and, 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 and yeah, and yeah, there you go. There we go. Okay. There, that's so my name's Alonzo. I'm from right here in Rhode Island. Um, welcome to Rhode Island, guys, of those of you who haven't been here already. Thank uh, you. And uh, a question I had is, is there a project coming up that you guys are looking forward to being in, either together or the, separate? The two new seasons of Futurama, yeah. pretty much. There is, yes. That's, that's what we're excited about doing. And we can kind of talk about it. Yeah. Which you know. is kind of, you know, is not affected by the SAG strike, the SAG after strike. We're, at, we're on the animation contract, which is not being struck, which is why we can talk about it and really can't talk about anything else because all the live action work is like frozen now. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. I hope not for long. I hope. Yeah, yeah we are. I think it's going to be done by next week. <laughs> yep, fingers crossed. We got Fran Drescher on our side. She's fierce. She's scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's The screaming. nanny is breaking shit down. <laughs> she was screaming at uh, Bob Iger, You people are crazy! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Thanks. Thank you Alonzo. Thanks. We'll go over here. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? Hi, my name is Angel, and um, I'm here right from Rhode Island. Welcome, guys. And uh, this is actually really surreal for me because Futurama was actually the, the show that got me into animation. And oh, cool. well, the reason why I'm going to art school, so I just want to say thank you guys for your Fantastic. contributions cool. to the show. Good luck. Thanks. What's your question? Uh, my question is that, well, actually, in 2019, I got the fortunate chance of meeting Matt Groening. So I just want to know what uh, your guy's experience was when you met him for the first He's time. He's a real and jerk, isn't he? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, the meanest guy I've ever met. Come on, guys. Um, no, but uh, I just want to know what you guys' uh, first experience with him was and your reaction when you got the part for Futurama. And it must have been a surreal experience. So. I, I thought it was. it was a surreal experience. They just showed us pictures and... Um, like I said, I, I had to think long and hard before I opened my mouth. But what I, what I did was I trusted my first guess, my first instinct, you know? Because you can think yourself right out of a job if you try to analyze something. These characters were beautiful, and the first thing that struck me is what I did. You know, they described the professor. He's 147 years old, and I figure he's probably got the shakes and... He looks like airplane food. He, he you know, he's, <laughs> he, he, he looks like a diseased piece of chicken with skin wrapped around it. <laughs> oh yes, you know, and and um, and he um, and oh, and he, he must fart dust because he's so old, like a mummy. And so I played him like that sort of jittery and mad scientist, um, crazy magician, you know, amalgam like the Wizard of Oz kind of, you know. Um, and then Zoidberg. The name, <laughs> you know, lent itself to, um, <clears throat> what would you say, Ashkenazi? M more or less, yes. More or yes. less. 
Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah. And uh, they said, what planet is he from? I said, Jupiter. <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. So, um, but he was, um, you know, I, I just thought they but were he amazing. But he was based on, like, vaudeville characters. Yes, he was, yeah. um, well, he had all that junk hanging off his face, and I said, he must be impaired to a degree. And, um, you know, it's like there were these two actors in Yiddish, well, one was in Yiddish theater, Lou Jacoby. He was in the movie Arthur, and he was the one that leaned <laughs> in and went, what's it like to have all that money? It doesn't suck. <laughs> Thank you, Walt. And, um, and then there was this guy in vaudeville. Vaudeville was around before television. The average, person, <laughs> the average person could wake up and go to their local theater and sit through an entire day of jugglers and singers and, you know, impressionists and all that. And there was a host. He was the, they called him the uh, Toastmaster General. And his name was George Jessel. And he, good evening, ladies and germs. You know, people thought that was funny for some reason. I don't know why. It's funny again during COVID. Uh, ah! So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, he, um, this guy had a marble mouth, and I just, I never forgot it, and that would be for Zoidberg, you know, because he would say, you know the definition of a smart ass? A fellow that can sit on an ice cream cone and tell you what flavor it is. <laughs> and, you know, it's charming. There's something really charming about it. Did you guys have, a, have that experience like going into audition for Futurama? Because you're sitting there in front of this guy who, who recreated primetime animation, you know, and helped start a network. So it was a little intimidating, but then the energy that came off of Matt took away that feeling of imitation. He felt n nice and warm. It's like, yes. oh, you're not acting like a billionaire CEO. You're acting like a nice collaborative person. Well, wait, but wait, according to John, he's a jerk. So what's that all about? <laughs> I held a knife to his neck to get the part. So it was all right. It was a dull knife. It, wasn't, it wouldn't have hurt. Well, I, I got to explain comedy now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to concoct a phony story to uh, accommodate a silly <laughs> line and jokes or lies. Word. And I was, so ner I was so nervous meeting Matt, and I have kind of a crazy loud laugh anyway, but when I get nervous, it gets even louder and crazier. And so when I was in the room, of course it came out, you know, and, and he goes like, wow, that laugh, I don't know. We, we gotta, we'll just figure out somewhere to put you in the show. All right, you're in the show. So he told me that right in the room. You got the yeah. part just by laughing? I did. <laughs> and also at the time I was going out with Michael McKeon, and he, and from Spinal Tap, and I think that Matt thought he was super cool, so I got a lot of street cred just yeah. from that association. That's pretty so, cool. And, and so the other funny thing is that I think that Amy was originally drawn as much tougher, like she was a mechanic, and so she was wearing a, like a jumpsuit, a mechanic's jumpsuit, and then Leela was supposed to be the girlier one, but when I came in and, you know, like did that crazy laugh, he, he kind of switched their essences so that Leela became the tough one. And then I was the more girly one. That's, that's the way I remember that's it. That's pretty yeah. cool. I just remember walking out of my audition and seeing you know, a, a whole bunch of top improvisers and people I knew from television. I just went, what, what am I doing here? And I don't remember not hitting anything out of the park with them. And I, didn't get, I actually did not get booked for the pilot. I was, not, I was not part of the pilot. I was not a cast member. And then what happened was there was another actor that was to, be play, to pay, play Fry who we all know and love, not going to name him, 
but it somehow just wasn't working. So Billy got upgraded to Fry, and they thought, well, we'll need none of the utility voice guy because uh, he, Billy's going to do, do all the heavy lifting, playing the lead. So that's when they brought me in. But I don't remember going, thinking of anything, of anything that, was, that, that blew Matt's socks off, you know. And, and it was only as we got going that I, you know, I sort of auditioned as we were in the room. And he really, we worked together on Kiff. And, you know, Matt really molded Kiff with me. And that was, so it was much more collaborative. And once I got in the job, because I'm a terrible auditioner. I, I don't audition well. I'm, I'm good once I'm there. But uh, so, you know, but he told, you know, we, we, he crafted Kiff by going, all right, this guy's like Mr. Spock uh, if, if he had to deal with William Shatner. <laughs> and I, so I was like, sir, it seems the rest of the crew doesn't share your passion for velour. And, and then he said, no, it doesn't, that doesn't sound like it comes out of him. He should sound wearier. He should sound, I said, and I, I always thought Truman Capote sounded weary and tired. So I was like, Sir, it seems the rest of the crew doesn't share your passion for velour. And he goes, okay, that's too on the nose. Bring in some of the pissiness of John Lovitz. And I was like, sir, it seems the rest of the crew doesn't share your passion for velour. And he said, okay, now we could get John Lovitz, if they, so we don't need that. So now combine the Truman Capote and John Lovitz. And it became, sir, it seems the rest of the crew doesn't share your passion for Velour, ugh. Oh, that's so And then he said, that, that ugh is great. I said, that's my wife. So, anyway. Bender was three things. It was, Bender was uh, the drunk at the end of every bar on the East Coast. <laughs> Northeast Coast, specifically. Uh. Um, you know, from, the, from Cape May to, uh, to the, the top of Maine, you know. Um, and then, uh, uh, um, my man, um, from, uh, Slim Pickens, Slim Pickens from Blazing Saddles. Right. What in the hell in the wide, wide world of sports is it going on? <laughs> um, and then I had a buddy of mine, Ralph Colombino from college. I went to Rutgers with, and he used to do this character called Charlie, the sausage lover. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> And Charlie was, and I made him do it. And we would, I would do it back and forth with him. And Charlie, fun half, fun half. You, fun You need all kinds of sauces: Italian sauces, sweet sauces, sweet sauces, dry sauces. You know, ooh, hot sauces, hot Italian sauces. Then you get the super sour, super sour sausage, sausages. You can have all kinds of German sauces. The worst, worst sausages. You can have a little worse than kind of sauces. So we used to go back and forth and do that, but. Then I just put the three of them in the, in the blender together and kind of, you know, it's shinier than yours, you meatbag, you know, and, and it just kind of worked. Yeah. So. Did that evolve yeah. or it came out that way? Originally? It kind of came out that way. It was, I mean, there was a, there was a, it was a lot more, it was, like, it was like in here in the beginning. But then, as the show kind of moved on, he kind of turned up the funkometer on it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so he got a little, yeah, he got a little energetic and emotional and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, because when we met him, he wanted to commit suicide. He was kind of depressed. Yeah, now he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. I want to live. 
picked so. up his arms. Great question. We'll go over here Thank to Leela. Thank you so much. Hi. What's, Hi, how you what's doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name's Jenna. I'm from uh, old New York. And uh, <laughs> so I've only, I've only been a, I'm a younger fan than I think most. I've only been a fan of Futurama for like five years. But it's really um, landed a special place in my heart. Um, you know, I've met a lot of friends through it. And I think what draws me to the show is the fact that there's all these different outcast characters that kind of come together and they riff on each other, but they're also kind of all that they have because normal society won't take them. And so my question is, um, what is your favorite dynamic between uh, two of the characters on the show? And or uh, what is a dynamic you'd like to play more of that hasn't been explored as much? Hmm. Wow. Favorite dynamic on the show. Oh, well, I know mine, of course. <laughs> I love, I love my Smizmar Amy, and I love that we've gone, we've taken Kiff from the eye-rolling, just put-upon character to a romantic who actually has an inner hero who comes through for his Smizmar and his children. Yeah. So that's, it's been fun to watch Kiff grow. Yes, I agree. Wasn't it great to see the kids come back? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. tying those threads. Uh, um... I don't, let me see. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Bender right. needs some. Bender needs some action. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what? I love what that Bender and Calculon have a lot of scenes together, and Calculon yeah. never remembers Bender. Yeah, no. Ever. Yeah. It's, never. It's it's boiler, isn't it? It's boiler, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Calculon would never go to a con. Hello, Blender. <laughs> My biggest fan. Oh, come on. Now, my, my favorite dynamic is always the Fry and Leela stuff. The yeah, romance. Yeah, really. You know? I love those episodes. That's why I'm wearing this jacket. There you go. Aww. It took them long enough to get together, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. you know what the thing is, is I'm not acting when I'm talking to Katie Sakal. I love her. Aww. I think she's the best. And, uh, and she's... She's a real actor's actor. Like yes, she is. She goes off the script and she looks at me when she's acting. <laughs> you know, in, in the studio, you're just looking straight ahead and, and reading and talking to a mic, and she would just go like this. <laughs> That's great. But try, mm -hmm. you know, and I, and I would melt because she was, she, was, <laughs> she was so badass. I think they paired me with pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah. You, not you, Hermes. We, we get sewed so <laughs> together. Poor Amy. A wife. It's not too late. A wife, that would be not so great. Amy went through the cast. <laughs> like a champion, though. Like, with, with class. Like, how did she hoe it up so well and get away with it? But you knew Brilliant. she wasn't a gold digger because she had more money than all that, of that's, that's true. <laughs> That's totally true. That, were beautiful, that was a beautiful touch, that she's rich. What's rent? <laughs> I love it. Great, great answers. Thank you so much. Great sure. question. And Zoidberg is poor. Yeah. That's, that's the funniest thing I ever heard in my life, that he's a, a doctor and he's poor. That's the loser's loser. Yeah. I always wanted to pitch the joke that, that Zoidberg just walks up to Fry and goes, all right, Fry, show me your vagina. <laughs> and then Fry would say, but I don't have a vagina. And then Dr. Zoidberg would go, then who has the vagina? 
Maybe this season. And he said he, so. And he said he was an expert on humans. Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect thing. I just, but just that word alone, so uncomfortable and yet perfect for Zoidberg to say. He had to just go, oh, Zoidberg. By the way, we all do Zoidberg. Yeah, oh, not on the show, but in the studio. Yes. We just Dueling, try to out Zoidberg each other. Dueling Zoidbergs. What do you mean? But this sandwich is so rotten. It's so delicious. Why not Zoidberg? And Billy just sits there going, No, two of the greatest voice guys in the business, and they're just they're doing a character that I do. I'm I'm like in hog heaven. Oh, I'm not hearing a no. <laughs> my favorite. No, because Billy, because when you were sitting there next to you, it's like, oh my God, it's like somebody just made a pokey pig. Sit next to me. I love it. Oh my God. So what is your what is your question, yes. Leela? All right. Great so, cosplay, though, by the way. That was yes. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. This is a deep cut costume. Do you know what you're, episode? Uh, 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 you're not the best one of the three. That's one. I. That's what I can say. Because ah. I'm oh. Super King, the best one of the three. Uh. See? I know who you are. Leela's superhero name. I can't remember the name. No, though. no, no, no. Not the superhero. Wait, what? Clobberella. Clobberella. No, 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 no. Wait. Well, yeah, Clobberella was her superhero name, but I'm the Leela... When she was with Alcazar. Oh. I'm yeah. Leela Bundy today. Ow. Beautiful That's deep right, cut. Baby. Beautiful deep cut. Yeah. Yes. I love that the fans cut. memorize the shows because we don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I we have, got we have lost. We have lost more Futurama trivia contests. Yes. We've entered them, and, and, and we always come in second or third. Yeah, yeah. The fans know much worse, much more than us. Yes. And yes. So go ahead. So your question. Yes. Okay. So my name is Krista. I am from Spokane, Washington Perfect. State. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So I came a very long way to meet all of you. I have met John and Billy before in Washington State. Yeah. It was great. At I Rose wanted City? to meet the rest of you. At, at Rose City or at, Emerald, at Emerald City? City? Yeah. Emerald City. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Emerald City the, and then Washington would take, State. Would you take I ninety all the way across? <laughs> what happened? I wish. Oh my I didn't God. have the time, oh unfortunately. God. So go ahead. So what's your Yes. Story? Okay. So my question is, because you guys have been in the biz for a while, let's say at least a year okay. to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who's the guest star that you have had on your show that you are just totally starstruck D. when Arthur. you met them? Yeah, D. Arthur. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Femme Peter. B. Arthur. I got to record with her. I had already recorded my stuff, and then I got, they were asked if I would record with her. And I got to record with her, and she was unbelievable. She was so, so nice and so friendly. And, like, at, and you know, at one point, she turned to me, and she went, how am I doing? Am I doing okay? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Miss Arthur, you're doing absolutely wonderful. You're amazing. You're just what they wanted, and it's, you're just perfect. And um, at one point, the best part was me and her, we had to do make-out noises, like <laughs> total fooling around noises. And I got to say to her, after she was like, ooh, 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 I went, oh, yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> I, I got to say that to B. Arthur. Wow. Give me some of that. That's awesome. That's pretty pimping. <laughs> but she was so lovely. And Beck was pretty cool, too. Back was cool. <laughs> this is sorry. He comes in. He's all 
professional and just straight face. Hi, how you doing? You know, I was like, Beck, man, how's it going? I'm John. I'm, I'm, I play Bender, and, you know, uh, it's really a pleasure to meet you. Big fan. Uh, we're really excited to have you here, and we're going to do it together. And he's like, excellent. All right. We sit down, and they're like, <clears throat> okay, we're going to start. And, you know, they're like, take it. You know, they're like, okay, here we go. Take one. <laughs> I just started, and I just went, oh, you're God. It's Beck. And he just went, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that. I was like, it's all right. He was just like, I just, I really didn't expect it to come out of your mouth like that, man. I, was, I just had to get used to it. Everything is fine. And then we recorded the rest of it. It was brilliant. But it was really funny. I shocked the shit out of him. But yeah. Other, yeah. other celebrity guests that y'all like? I, I would have thought you guys would have all said Pamela Anderson because <laughs> I, I would have. Writers yeah. showed up, you know, and all these Harvard educated so people lovely. were like, could not talk. She <laughs> was, they were like, ah, yeah. When she came in, uh, she was charming. She had like almost a Secret Service entourage, you know, it's like, Miss Anderson's in the building. <laughs> you know, and so she finally comes in, sits down, and she's looking lovely. And I, you know, Miss Anderson, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's this tape going around. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy, you ding dong. Crazy. I had to go for it. I mean, she was married to Tommy I, Lee I, I for know, Christ's sake. She, what yeah. could I do that could shock her? Yeah, no. That's true. That's a yeah. That's quite a shocker right there. No, she was she was loved. Oh, oh, Bill Shatner. Uh, please, <laughs> don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. Yeah. He, he had a thing in his rider, in his contract, that he gets sushi in, in the green room. And everybody was all nerded out when he showed up. So he comes into the green room, and the first thing he does is walks in. Where's the sushi? <laughs> And they went out and they got him a huge tray of sushi, and he had one piece of sushi. And there were like 60 pieces of sushi left, and we ate the rest of it. Oh. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> Killed like three fish just for, you know. Yeah. I wasn't, I, would, I, didn't, I wasn't there that day. I don't think I've been there for any... Of the celebrities, I don't know why. I think they just keep me away from them. I, uh, <laughs> Katie, Katie Sackoff did record. We we recorded together for uh, Reconcilable and Differences, and we and we had our own makeout sounds. There you go, nice. But I mean to see, you know, nice dude, across, Katie Sackoff, across nice, the room, bro. kissing the back of my hand as Lure, <laughs> you know, was kind of cool. And uh, that's yeah. funny. I like, I like that Phil audibly gasped when you said Katie Sack. I know. I, I, I know what audience, what audience I have here. Yes. So, yeah. She was great. Perfect. Perfect. Um, good question. Let's go over here. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? Hi, I'm Sean from Long Island, New York. Hey, Sean. Uh, all of you guys have voiced so many iconic characters throughout like, TV and all that. If you could have one of your characters do a cameo and a crossover into Futurama, what character would that be? Wait, which character? Well, I already had, Jake was already on Futurama. Jake the dog, you know. Yeah. What time is it? Time for you to shut your face. <laughs> we almost had Pinky in the Brain. They wrote a Pinky in the Brain scene 
for the episode where Fry has to watch all the television there ever was. And so it was great, great because Rob Paulson has always wanted to do an episode of Futurama. We yeah. thought this was, this was the way in for Rob to be on our, our show, because we all love Rob. And it, 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 they finally, uh, when it came down to record it, they, they excised the scene. They thought it was too much fan service, but it was a really funny little section. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a bummer. So I would love for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's tricky because, you know, if you have a character that guests on Futurama, odds are it's a head in a jar. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. I did um, Zombie Island. It was a Scooby-Doo movie, and I played Shaggy. And, and, and then years later, many, many years later, Fry is basically playing Shaggy. Remember in Bendy Boo? Oh, yeah. Bendy, Bendy Boo. I am. <laughs> And I had to go between Casey Kasem and Fry, and it was like, 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 wow. <laughs> I don't know. Like, come on, let's get out of here. Ruby, Ruby, Roo. <laughs> yeah. Bendy Boo. Yeah. Bendy, Bendy Boo. Ridiculous. That was a good movie, and it had a killer soundtrack. True. Yeah. Good. Death metal. <laughs> good question. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. 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 We'll go over here, and then we are running low on time. We'll go over here. Maybe are you here. that busy? I am. You have to go? <laughs> I do. No, we'll, no we'll, we'll, we'll do a speed round. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. What, what's your name? Where you're from? What's your Hi. question? My name is Kylie. I'm okay. from everybody's favorite state, New Jersey. <laughs> um, hey, I'm from New Jersey. Where are you from in New Jersey? Don't uh, What exit? Exit 69. <laughs> exit 69. You're down the shore. You're down the, you're down the shore. Yep. You're yes. like... Uh, yes, sir. LBI, yes, totally sir. LBI. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't, 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 don't what exit me, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> if you're Shut not up, from you. New Jersey, Ikea. So what's your question? If you don't get the what exit question, yeah. Uh -huh. um, so this is really surreal um, for me because it's like, what do you do when like your entire lifeblood is in front of you? Um, so this is one of the best days of my life. Um, so the question that I want to ask you is what, like throughout your career, what was one of like the days that you had where you were like, wow, like I'm so happy. I'm here, and then I chose this as my career. Right now. I hope that's not uh, a stupid question. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I, I hope mean, that's not a stupid yes. question. We, no, I mean, no, it's not a stupid question. Listen, there's, you, how can I put this? We just had that moment, you and I, when we were doing photos. We had, we literally had 50 people to pose with the Futurama cast, mm -hmm. and that's a lot of people. And I just turned and turned, talked to John, saying the same thing he uses. How lucky are we right. that we have people, people who are willing to, to line up, pay money, to just stand in a shot with us for two seconds? That, I mean, an actor, you know, you're supposed to be great for the art and all that, you know, unholy acting talent, but <laughs> the truth of the matter is any actor tells you they're just doing it for the art and not for, you know, to, to have there's, people uh, give you the approval you never had as there's, a child yeah. is full of shit. Yeah. So, you know, you just ha we had that moment just now, like, how fortunate are we that you guys show up for us and, and want to hear from us yeah. and that we've done something that you've enjoyed. And, and the honor is ours that we've given you some entertainment and some, and, and some laughter. So, and, 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 it, and by the way, at, at the Bennett, we, for, we benefit tremendously from our genius writers, right oh. from the creator to, you know, even the, even the, the, the guys that are just... Starting, went on to win WGA awards. You know, we got people that were interns that won WGA awards. We just have such a high bar for the humor. So, you know. You, you just find the joy in yeah. what you do, and you just celebrate that. And you, it's just, 
we're very fortunate in that we get to do something that we love so very much. So, you know, you just, every day there's something new to, to find joy and happiness in. So yeah. that's, it's, it's, so that way, you know, yeah, some days are roller coasters, but for the most part, you know, you just have to readjust and go, wait, hold on a second. Life is good. It's hard yeah. enough in this life. Mm. You got to find the joy. Especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's rough stuff. But um, recently, when we came back to the show, I, I felt fortunate and grateful, as I always did, and like everyone else. And as you get older, you start thinking about somebody. And when you're younger, you just think about them and thought comes and goes. When you get older, you go, I'm going to call them. And then when you get older than that, you say, I'm going to call them and tell them how much I love them. <laughs> You know, it's true. And, and what you mean to me, because I've been photo, you know, in my gallery, in my head, we're in the studio and I'm, I'm taking it all in because the day is going to come when you're going to, you're going to remember every little fiddle faddle and, and remember how much you loved everybody and how much you loved everyone and, and the situation, you know? Good question, Jersey. I got gibberish going right it's now. It's all right. Thank you. I'm getting mushy. Go, go get me, a, go, do me a favor, go get me a, a, a chicken cheesesteak, will you please? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, see? See? You, don't, you guys don't know. That was, three people were just like, oh my God! You don't get it. All right, over here. Over here. Uh, speaking of the very talented money. Hey, look at that! Look what you guys did! That thing is full! Thank you so Good much. Work. I'm going to post how much we raised on, on social media. Yeah, check out her Instagram page yeah. and she'll post how much... So go ahead, sir. Speaking of the, can you hear me all right? Yeah. All right. Speaking of the very talented writers, uh, the latest season, I don't know if I'm able to address it, had some very, very talented brand new writers on it. Yes. What was that like working with those writers, with that writing, and what was your favorite, you know? Look, the pedigree of the writing on the show is, uh, I've said it before, is a motherfucker. It's unbelievable. These guys, they do not mess around. They get the best people. They get the right people. When they can't get people that, you know, have written on the show, they get other people that have written on other great shows. And the vibe is still the same, and the yeah. talent is still the same, and the quality is still the same. And we have the core of our writing staff is still intact. So there's new people that come on yeah. that are totally qualified and totally amazing and yeah. incredible writers so Patrick yeah. Ryan, yeah. Or younger. Ken Keeler, David yeah. X. Cohen and well, then we've got a bunch of wonderful well, new writers yeah that's, that's why when people say hey do you guys ever like make up lines on future I'm like no. I ain't got no PhD yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great there you go Great answer. Let's go over here. Ben from this is this, sorry, real quick. This is this is our last question. I'm okay. so sorry. Thank you. Um, you know, check them out. If you're here tomorrow, okay. uh, go by their tables, ask your questions. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Sorry, all of our answers are longer than our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> last question right here. What's your name? Where are you from? Ben from Madison slash North Connecticut. How Connecticut, the nutmeg state. Yes. How would you guys handle if you guys were recruited to be Power Rangers in? Professor Farnsworth had to make your powers. Wait. Please if, state it again. If you guys were recruited to be Power Rangers in the future. If we were in the... I can't... Recruited to be Power Rangers. Oh, oh Power Rangers? Power Ra I don't know. I don't know how Power... I... Yeah, I'd be the Black Power Ranger. 
be the Asian one. Is Not it? anymore. I think there is an Asian. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Not anymore. No. I'd be the honky Power Ranger. And there's no shortage. Hey, there go that honky Power Ranger again. <laughs> Calculon's back. Oh my God. Calculon's back. I love him. Happy Saturday. This is great. We're Actually, going to brunch. If somebody did a Power Rangers Futurama mashup, that would just make us Colorama. <laughs> yeah. All right. Smooth. A lot of agreement. Always, always leave on a big laugh. <laughs> yeah. Folks, thank you all so much. Thank hey, you guys, so thank you so much. much. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. If you haven't, Billy West, John DiMaggio, Lauren Tom, Maurice Lamar, Phil Lamar. Great to, so many, great to see so many fries and Leela's. You guys did this. Thank and you, it's thank because you, of you, you that we're back. Thank you so thank much. You everybody. Thank you. That was the Futurama panel. What did you guys think? I think you did a great job, buddy. I think you did a great job as well. Okay, so part of it. As you remember, was Lauren Tom uh, passing around the basket mm-hmm. for, uh, for for the, for donations for the charity? Yeah. Uh, how much money do you think she got from the audience? She passed around a donation Ooh. bucket yeah. for, for her favorite charity, Chuck, which I think you, is very right. nice. Chuck, you were there. What did you think? And what was the charity again? I believe it's it's. You know what? Let me look it up because I don't want to mess it up. Um, how much did she get? How uh, I'm going to say $150. It's uh, Homeboy Industries, which is the largest gang rehab and reentry program in the world. Uh, Instagram is... They get people to reenter gangs? Yeah, Homeboy Industries. That doesn't seem... No. <laughs> no. All right, so Chuck says $150. Ray, what do you think? Uh, well, I'm just learning about this, and I'm a little upset because Homeboy Industries was going to be the name of my SoundCloud rap uh, business. You should have should have got on that. And now I have to do Home Man Industries, yes. and well, it doesn't sound right. Uh, you're 40 years old. Yeah, yeah you I are. am a man. You are a man. I am a home man. You are <laughs> <laughs> home guy industry. What, yes. What's your what's your guess? I'm gonna say, pass the bucket around. Mm-hmm. Looked like a good amount of people were there. There were. There were three. I'm gonna double and then some. Three hundred and sixty dollars. I kept it short because I knew the, the passing was short. All right. According to Lauren Tom's Instagram, Ray was one hundred percent correct. Three hundred and sixty dollars. That's what the fuck? You looked at her Instagram. No, I did not. Oh. I did not. Is this, kind of, this how we're going to run this kind of thing? Listen, you don't come at a home man like this, okay? <laughs> With accusations and befuddlement. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, te- uh, I texted Ray the answer. But oh, I knew it. I knew it. I, I could smell it. I could smell it. I could smell a home man from a mile away. <laughs> um. It was it was a lot of fun being up there. Yeah, um, oh, it's pretty it's pretty surreal. I mean, Futurama is killer. If you close your eyes, you could really imagine it. The you know? amount of talent next to me on that stage was like was just insane. And listening to uh, Maurice Lamarche talk about doing Kiff's voice, where yeah. he went to this and this and this and this, and then not only did he end up at the right result, but he. Got like seeing every stage in the process is so interesting to me because I'm so bad with voices. Oh, he, sure, he talks sure. about how he built it and he goes more of this, less of this, more yeah, of this, yeah. and it's it's fascinating. It's I love fascinating. it. I love yeah. it. Um, and also just to kind of let people know if they're watching for the first time, 
Brad did another panel with Rob Paulson and the Maurice LaMarche that has been released on our feed as well. His name is Robert Paulson. Yeah. Yes. And it was a Pinky and the Brain panel. And there's a bunch of other panels on our feed if you want to check them out. Yeah. Uh, I think on our YouTube, we have a playlist of all the panels. We have Tara Strong on, a lot of voice actors for some yeah. reason. Um, the people from a goofy movie, Bill Farmer, a bunch of people on that panel. Um, and we got another cool one coming up because uh, I moderated for the Ninja Turtles panel, which was the original uh, 80s Ninja Turtles cartoon with all those voices, and it was really, really fun. But I did want to say, for people who are Fun Bearable listeners who have been following me on Instagram, uh, you know that I did a Wayne Knight panel also at Rhode Island Comic Con. Uh, with, uh, you know, Wayne Knight played Newman on Seinfeld, and he was in Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. Very excited for it. Because of the actor strike, mm-hmm. they're being more careful about filming, and it's basically like you have to ask before you film stuff every time, which usually has to do with because they're promoting new projects and they don't want to be caught saying something they shouldn't. Right. But I had to ask Wayne Knight and his people, and I said, can I film this panel? And even though we were not talking about any upcoming projects whatsoever, um, all I'm going to say is I walked away from that conversation and said, Newman. Hmm. And uh, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to see it. Well, you will be stuff. able to watch my uh, panel with Suge Knight. Yeah. So that's, and it's different. Yeah. That's a different. That's a home man production. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, your biggest home man uh, project so far. Right? It is. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It's a big now, game. I wanted to ask you about the Futurama panel. Yes, please. Yeah. Bradley. Uh, did anyone try to stop you from getting on stage? Because I would assume any security that was there <laughs> would have just figured that you were clearly a sycophantic fan yeah. with problems mm-hmm. because you looked like you were dressed as the professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And, wow. and is it true that you walked into the green room and went, great news, everybody. <laughs> I'll be your panelist for the evening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not true. <laughs> great uh, news, everyone. I'll be doing the panel this evening. Any questions you have, please send them my way. Can I t- tell you a real thing? <laughs> so sorry. Right. So, Brad, like, like, like I said, Brad is moderated for Maurice LaMarche a couple times. Yeah. And watching these voice actors go down the rabbit hole, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, and talk about creating them, like Brad was mentioning, is really, really interesting. I really would love maybe an episode of Fun Bearable one day where we do come to the table with characters and maybe come with like a script or something and mm. each have an actual voice that we're trying to do and a character we're trying to do. It could, yeah, that could w- work. Would you be down yeah. for that? I mean, I kind of just do it just for goofs uh, as it goes, you know? It, it, but, but it would be fun to actually be like, I thought about this character, I thought about this voice, and I really developed sure, it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, my character is just Southern Brad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's Y'all. Hear- Oh, there's pretty some, great. Yeah. yeah, there there are some voices I'd really love to work on. I'd love to. Mm-hmm. There's some voices I can do, but I'd like to get better at them. And it's weird because I'm like, why? But just for yeah, fun. yeah. As you're saying this, I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, you know, you noodle on guitar, and you're like, I can play way better now. Sure, yeah. It's kind yeah. of similar. Sure, you you're know, noodle on voices. I'm gonna buy a bass guitar too. I just like to noodle. I love noodles. If yeah. you give me macaroni, guys, I'm gonna get macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Sometimes I'll eat a spaghetti and just put it in my mouth like it's a hay straw. <laughs> but I love uh I'll do a good pad thai. <laughs> I love coming up with a voice. I'm very jealous of the voice actors. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I love it. Uh I wish it wasn't such a an insular gang. Yeah. You know what I wish? 
I really wish, I'm just going to say this on the podcast. I don't care if anyone hears me say this. Because Brad's into voiceover work in general. Yeah. Not so much voice, necessarily voice actors, which I think he could do great as well. And he has a funny mm-hmm. voice. Um, what? But Brad, like, <laughs> what are I you think, talking about? I think you should try to keep these relationships going. You we, you know Rob Paulson, Tara Strong, Marisa March, all the people from Futurama. You should reach out to them and like on Instagram be like, hey, we did this, blah, blah, and just continue to try to talk to them. That's how I've, I've made all my inroads with yeah. people, you know? And you, you know, that. you know you're know you close with uh, Ben Shapiro. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what's his name? Tucker or something. Yeah. Char- Charleston? Yeah, Charleston Chew. Ch- Ch- Tucker Charleston. <laughs> no, just just Charleston Chew. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Charleston Chew. Tuck and Chew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I will say like the the voice actor thing. I love it. Uh, like I like to do voices, but I don't do it too much in stand up. Yeah, it kind of comes out naturally as like people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. In a bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I love doing the voice stuff. But it is a uh, it is a gang. I was saying that a, a minute ago. It's yeah. a like voice acting is like once you're in. I know you can work forever. Right. But getting in, is it true you have to get jumped? Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, yeah. I, Paulson and Lamarche just. Just beat me personally <laughs> last year, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. I, I'm in, and they're like, no, that wasn't for initiation. That was yeah. just because we don't that was like just you for a con. Yes, when you see the when you see the turtles panel, one of the things that's funny is that they said everyone because Rob Paulson is one of the turtles. They said everyone that was one of the turtles has lost a voice gig to Rob Paulson. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Where one of them was Haji in season one of Johnny Quest. Does okay. that sound right? Yeah, sure. And the next season, they're like, hey, we, we grew up with a different person next season. They're like, who? And they're like, your friend Rob Paulson, which is like so shitty. Your friend and fellow turtle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your turtle brother. Right? Yeah. Stab me in the shell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good. And then he said he walked out and, and uh, Paulson was like towing his car out of the parking spot. And it was, it was a whole thing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, now, so when you were doing this, I, I was thinking about Futurama when we were headed in today. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, the, the show, my my experience with the show and stuff like that. And it is weird. You, you mentioned this earlier, too. The idea that it's a show that came out and was on the air. Yes. And then went away. Mm-hmm. And then it came back. And then it went away. Yep. And then it came back. And now it's back again. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and they and, just announced two more seasons, like, within the past couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. And, that I mean, I like that. I think that's exciting. Yeah. And I was thinking about the show itself. And it is an achievement, I would mm-hmm. say, to just come out of the gate with characters that are so solid. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. right away. Like, the main core group of people in Futurama. Right. Yes. That core group of people that work at... Uh, uh, Planet Express. Planet Express. Thank right. you. Um, is so fun because, you know, like, I made the joke about the professor. Immediately, that voice is in your head, yeah. you know? Oh, Like, yeah. every character is that meme that people post where you post a picture of somebody and then it says, like, great news, uh, you just read this in my voice. Right. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. They're all of that. And I think that's really amazing. I, th- I think Futurama is a is a real uh, triumph in terms of, like, I think what often happens is you got someone who is a creator or a team of creators, like the people behind The Simpsons, including Matt Groening, Matt Groening Sam Simon, all these different people, and they say, your show is so successful, let's do another show. Yeah. I think going from The Simpsons to creating Futurama yeah. is like a perfect, really cool step because you still get the vibe of like, let's populate this universe with all these different characters, but it's actually a universe. Yeah. So they and we're going to keep go... them completely separate. Exactly. You know, exactly. No, no yellow. Yeah. No, no yellow people. Exactly. Did you see the, the Futurama Simpsons crossover episode a couple years ago? 
I, I must have. It yeah. was it was excellent. Really funny. One of the funniest episodes of The Simpsons I've seen yeah. in a long time. It was great. I think there's also a comic, right? Yeah, there's also a crossover comic. But um yeah, I mean, even yeah, the initial the initial like when it actually started airing and the story was it's New Year's Eve nineteen ninety-nine and Fry falls into the thing and it's it's his his grandson who is yeah, the professor yeah. and Leela and Bender and Zoidberg and all these different people, Amy, all these characters. Zap Brannigan, which is like mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 funny because it obviously came after The Simpsons, but I do think it rivals The Simpsons in terms of a well balanced universe yeah, of yeah, different yeah. personalities. Oh, for sure, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Um, and no, I, I, I want to point out with with Futurama when I saw it uh, as a kid, the, the nerd in me has to say this when I because I remember when it started airing, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want to watch this, and it was one of those shows. Early, it was like one of the first shows where I was like, a new thing's happening and I need to see the premiere of it. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, watching that and Fry getting frozen, uh, you know, as suspended animation, um, I, the nerd in me went, that's the plot of Red Dwarf. And oh, it, is, huh. it is. It is. Lister uh, gets in trouble on yep. his ship and he gets put in suspended animation and it's supposed to be a certain period of time, but then there is a, uh, like a nuclear meltdown basically yeah. on the ship and everyone dies yeah and the ship sends him off into space because it's programmed if this happens right yeah. get far away from civilization so it drives uh out into space for three million years right yeah when it's now safe to be on the ship no no more radiation and he is unfrozen at that point and he's the the last living human being yeah. but it was uh it's it's a fun i like the gimmick you yeah, know what yeah. i mean i think that's a fun thing oh it's great i i've, I've always been a big fan in fact it's yeah. funny because i haven't watched everything but I, it is a, it is a thing where it's like this is on my to-do list like some yeah. stuff bounces around and you're like whatever but futurama is like i do want to catch up and catch everything it's, I, yeah. I think about you know matt graining had said about the simpsons where you have the 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 different types of humor. You have these like elaborate wordplay jokes, and then you also have Homer hitting his head and saying "dough." Mm-hmm. And you know, very similar with Futurama, where there are super smart jokes, and then there's Bender saying "bite my shiny metal ass." And yeah, it's, yeah. And it just it it appeals to, uh, you know, I, I guess all all parts of my uh, every quadrant of my humor. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And it does feel like there's an extra layer of commentary. In yes. That. You yeah. know, The Simpsons is supposed to be, you know, current. Right. And they are making reference to pop culture. But I feel like, I feel like with Futurama taking place in the far future, mm-hmm. there's more opportunity to comment on our our current situation. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, does exactly. that make sense? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You could yeah. get to look back. Yeah. By the way, one regret for the panel. I was I was gonna say, you know, let me be the first to say all glory to the hypnotoad. And I forgot to say it. Oh, I didn't say oh, I wanted shoot. to start the panel that way. Oh, that's great. And did I did you start with great news? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I feel like yeah, it's well, right there. you know, once once like I'm on stage with with <laughs> Billy West, I'm not gonna try and do <laughs> so... anything. I like I guess in my voice, great news, everybody. Everyone. 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 Yeah. It is unfortunate that you wore a shirt that's the exact color of the professor's shirt today. Yeah. yeah. If you was had a lab coat. No, no, not, not, if, not even a little. a little. I do feel no, like. No, zero. If you put the glasses down and put a lab coat okay. on, I feel like. It's a costume. No, no, no. It's a, it's, it's a <laughs> picture that I see. I, it's a picture that you would see online where it's like, I gave uh, Futurama uh, the professor pictures to AI. Oh. And it made a human. <laughs> Like real life version, you know what I mean? You know, like uh, you can see like Homer Simpson as like a real person. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, all the Simpsons. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
It's fun. I, I I've apologize. Got, I've got some thoughts on which cartoon characters the two of you look like. Hit it. Hit yeah, it. I, I want to hear it. it. Yeah. All right. Remember Snorks? Yeah. You look like Snorks. <laughs> From the waist down, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Snorks were insane, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Was Snorks just a Smurf copy? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the reason I think it's insane is I had one uh, Snork toy. We had zero Snorks in the Roar household. Oh, because it was a religious thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Snorks are of the devil. Yeah. Nobody should live under water. What do the holes do? <laughs> wait, wait. Let Satan in. That's what so they the, do. The Snorks are underwater Smurfs? Yeah. Yeah. So they could be like another species. Are they? What? Of Smurfs? What the fuck? Where did you just go for this question? I'm, I didn't know they lived underwater. I don't know yeah. that I don't know the taxonomy of Snorks and Smurfs. Like, is it like a thing? Like we're humans. Yes, then we have allegedly. monkeys. We have monkeys, dolphins. We have all these things. Are the snorks <laughs> <laughs> monkeys and dolphins? Dolphins are just monkeys that live underwater. <laughs> what is happening? Monkeys are just dolphins that live on land. <laughs> dolphins are mammals. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if the snork, <laughs> like, uh-huh. hold on, like you know the yeah. sea, you know the swamp thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Are you referring to the creature or just like some kind of no. uh, thing that happened at a swamp one time? No, oh, don't, we don't, don't want, talk about the swamp thing. We don't thing. talk about that swamp thing. Yeah. No, like the sea creature, the swamp thing, the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's just a snork, and we're the Smurfs. The same, the same, same relationship. I don't know what that means. I genuinely don't. I'm trying dream. to follow you, and it sounds insane. <laughs> we're Smurfs. We live on land. We, you know, this is not helping when you start with we're, we're Smurfs. As as and like, like it's accepted. <laughs> this man, guys, we're Smurfs. Yeah, right? We found that mass shooters manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> we're Smurfs, and we live on land. But but if we're they Smurfs, are the what, snorks. What's, what does that mean? What's Gargamel? Who is Gargamel yeah. in your weird analogy? They are the snorks. <laughs> well, I wonder if in their world, if who's that? The Smurf world. If they're the people that live on land, and then there's versions of them that can live underwater, like mermaids or swamp things, and <laughs> the, the smorks, swamp things, the, snor- the snorks are just Smurfs in the water. Smurfs in the water. Yeah. So what you're you're positing is like they have a shared universe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering. Like if the Smurfs went to the beach, they could bump into the Snorks. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I am Ray so. Gets it. <laughs> I am so tired of these motherfucking Smurfs in this motherfucking water. <laughs> They're Snorks. <laughs> oh no. That's what I thought. I don't know. So the huge, like the evolution. Would that's go why like I, I talked about the, the snork. That's why I talked about the dolphin, the monkey, and the man. Yeah, everybody knows that chart. <laughs> the dolphin, the monkey, and the man, which is the sequel to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. <laughs> I was hoping it was the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, and is that what they? What, is that what they're referring to as the man in the middle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Or was it the man in the mirror? I think yes. Oh my God. So I'm wondering if I. I, I what I, you wondering, Chuck? <laughs> Here's what probably is the is the case. Yeah. Snorks are to Smurfs as Heathcliff is to Garfield. Oh my god. That's probably what it is. As GoBots are to Transformers. Yeah, it's like it's like a cheap imitation based on something that is sure, sure. already popular. That's yeah. probably the truth. Yeah. But the fun creative mind in this boy thinks, what if they lived in a shared universe and now they're 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 coexisting and they can I like a- how in 2023 you think it's like 
incredibly unique to think what if they have a shared universe well no it's no I, I didn't say it's, I didn't say it's unique i think it's fun i mean i know i'm making a goof it's i know fun. i think i think that that could be it maybe you know maybe but the, but i'm guessing the snorks are just a different property altogether and probably it, is it the exact same thing as smurfs but they're underwater and they're pink in the sense no, they're that, different yeah. colors yeah oh they're really because here's why because i had one toy yeah remember that from 20 minutes ago yeah. <laughs> i had one toy and it was an orange snork and he had a blue towel over his shoulder and he was going to go take a bath or something. And he was walking and he was stepping and there was a bar of sudsy soap Uh-oh. under his foot like he was going to slip. And I remember that toy distinctly. Where but here's he? why it doesn't make sense to me. They live underwater. That's what yeah. I'm wondering. Where he go? Why he go over there? Why suds? You could just take you could take a shower or, or do a tub wherever you want. Yeah. You're, you're living in it. Wash all your body parts. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Do you think they have to wash their snork? Ew. Do you think they have to take their hands like, like a Q-tip and like do the snork? Well, do you have to do the inside of your snork? Ooh, the inside of the snork. I heard if you pull it back, oh okay, you can you know yeah you got to clean it. Yeah, it's like an uncut <laughs> snork. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? Why are we doing this? I don't want to do. I'd it I'd like anymore. to think that we got new viewers from you know who are like oh Futurama. Futurama. I love, I love like, cartoons yeah. and then circumcised they get, snork. And then, yeah, and then we get. To, <laughs> This is their podcast. Is that something? <laughs> Circumcised snorks? I they're just... back and they're cut. <laughs> it's I do think it's so funny. Everyone has this like, you know, in the 80s we all grew up kind of in the 80s 90s. Yeah. Um we all have this different cultural blind spots. Like I'm hu- I was huge into like Ninja Turtles and there's a bunch of things I really liked, but I don't I don't have any memories of watching Snorks mm-hmm. or GI Joe. Sure. Or Transformers. I watched all of those. Mm-hmm. Or I like there's a bunch of stuff that I feel like I don't have a personal connection to. Yeah. I think that's okay though. Oh yeah, no, so I think it's okay. Well, how could it, how could a child watch everything? Is you know what I mean? How could a child watch everything? <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I think we all did. Yeah. I think that's part of why we're a little bit broken and do this podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's because we all tried to watch everything. I think for me it was way more Disney afternoon stuff. So for me it was like DuckTales, Tailspin. Yeah. Like that was big for me. But yeah, the Snorks, the Transformers, G.I. Joe. I don't know if that's all Saturday morning stuff. I don't really know about that stuff. Yeah, no, it, it was definitely a, a, a ripoff of Smurfs. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? Well, thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate it. <laughs> this took a turn that I did not expect. I really, really, really did. Uh, I do have a quick update yes. uh, I would like to, to bring up. Since yeah. we went to Snorks, I'm like, where do we go from here? How do we pivot? Right? Uh, yeah. Let's head back on land. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, we go from the dolphin to the monkey, yeah. if you will. The common expression that we all oh, use. What is the little fish? What is the fish that walked out of the water? It wasn't a dolphin. Yeah, it wasn't a dolphin. <laughs> what do you yeah. think it was? A mud skipper? I don't know what it was because it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's been millions of years. Yeah. So it was probably could, some kind of dolphin man. Some kind of dolphin man? Don't you think that? No, I well, don't think that. The dolphin is the link between man and fish. As you talk, <laughs> don't you think that? As you no! talk, as you talk, the vision I have of a court docket becomes more and more firm in my mind. I am picturing the rails around you and the judge sitting next to you, and this is your defense. This is why your honor is a thing for us. You just said, but don't you? Don't you think about the dolphin man? Just, just answer the question. Yeah. You just me... need a yes or a no, sir. <laughs> do you, do you swear to tell the truth? <laughs> yeah, you haven't even gotten sworn in yet. And you're like, because a dolphin man. 
Get it right. I'll say it like a scientist. <laughs> oh, oh, good. All I'm trying to say, and no one has given me a straight answer yet. Not even you, Judge, Your Honor, sir. That's true. When a dolphin sneezes, does it come out of the mouth or the blowhole? That's all I want to know. But Let's he, start there. Actually, that is a good question. Here's here's my here's my real thought. I think blowhole. Okay, so we all talk about how. Do we all talk about it? <laughs> there was a fish that crawled onto land, and that fish became a, a monkey kind of thing, and then the monkey became the man, right? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You if you are if you are of school age watching or listening to watching this or listening to it, don't that's not biology. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Also, if if you're from my household where I grew up, dinosaurs don't That is real yeah. fiction. Oh no, if if it's your household, like that's how they describe evolution. <laughs> Get what they believe. <laughs> Okay, here's what they believe. That's true. They believe a fish walked out of the ocean. I had a And then it turned into a monkey. <laughs> and then that monkey turned into a man. What was it? Some kind of dolphin monkey what man? What is it? Dolphin man? Okay, show it to me. I don't see a fossil. It was... I uh, think... I, I think I, I had a book that was like, now they're putting feathers on dinosaurs. Like that was like that was proof that dinosaurs were fake. Back in my day, yeah, they I used think, to have snake skins yeah. and lizard people. I think right now we have a legion of Futurama fans watching this and being like, this poor guy, he's he knows what happened. He's trying to explain it. <laughs> These other guys are mocking him and making him feel like he doesn't understand evolution at all. But really, I think what I'm learning is we have a professor, we have a fry. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I, I am. Zoidberg. Leela. I'm not a Zoidberg. I, I, would be, I think I'm more of a Leela. Yeah. Can you do the voice of Zoidberg? Uh, oh, ah, so much beef. No, I don't know. That's pretty good. Why did he say bad. beef? I don't know why he said beef. Oh, well, so. oh that was pretty good. Oh, yes. so, so. like, But that's... What is happening now? That's a hard one. Okay. Zoidberg's hard. This is you on a bus by yourself. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> He's noodling around well, with Zoidberg's yeah, voice. I'm just noodling. Well, they, they, they gave a tip of how to do Zoidberg, which is to put your tongue vertical. Yeah. And that's how you talk like that. Like, yeah. oh, the Zoidberg. Like, kind of yeah. like that. I don't know. Oh, when you're washing this. Yeah, you know? yeah. like that. Anyway, nobody anyway, wants this. I just no thought, one I just wants thought, to hear I just us thought, going, what about this? What about I that? I just thought that because uh, a dolphin... Is We're a, still here. Is, is, a, is a mammal that lives in the water. I thought that that would yeah. be the good link from fish to, to monkey. Does that make sense to you? You got to stop saying fish. You got, to you got monkey. fish, dolphin, monkey, man. Fish, dolphin, dolphin monkey, monkey, man. man. Fish, <laughs> dolphin, monkey, man. And then the, the table starts to rise. What's happening? Fish, dolphin, monkey, man. Don't stop. Fish, dolphin, monkey, man. That's my thought. Um, you know, yeah. it is a theory. Is yeah. It? No. Oh. I mean, it is it's now. His theory. It's his theory. Yeah, all right, it's the right, state yeah. and theory on evolution. Yeah. All right, okay. And I'm sure we could get a Facebook group going. Yeah. Now, now, people on in. there believe anything. Well, I was just going to say, now, in this in this world that you're positing, mm-hmm. when you picture this beach, does it exist on a flat world? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a sphere. There's It's not a globe. It's a flat earth. Oh, you peon. Just beyond the ice wall uh. of the flat earth lies the land of the dolphin men. There is no burden like the burden of the genius among the common man. How do you know? <laughs> what smart guy told you that? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so in your mind, when you picture the dolphin man. Dolphin man. Uh, which is like a Slender Man. We're getting we're getting it started. We're gonna do a creepy pasta of the Dolphin Man. 
<laughs> I love creepypasta. Oh, no. oh no, it's the dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Do you picture dolphin top and man bottom or a dolphin bottom and a man top? Because isn't that just a merman? Well, he goes from dolphin to monkey. So it's going to be a monkey top or monkey bottom. Huh? <laughs> he goes just when I start to engage with it on his level, he changes it. No, no. It, it goes this fish. hall of mirrors that uh, is your mind. Please, just remember our chant. Fish, dolphin, monkey, man. <laughs> remember our chant from camp. <laughs> uh, what are you at for swimming level? I'm a monkey. <laughs> Some, for oh, some you, reason, you, yeah. No, you start at man, yeah. then monkey, oh, then, monkey, then, then dolphin, dolphin, then fish. Then fish. Yeah. yeah. See? Two, but, did it. but archery lessons, fish, dolphin, monkey, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm all flippers out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see the trailer for the new Planet of the Apes? What is happening now? <laughs> did you see it? Sorry, I have whiplash. I have whiplash. Do, do, well, we're talking about monkey men. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about we're talking dolphin about monkey monkeys. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is a little bit out of left field, uh, but we... I don't know how you feel. I loved like the trip, the Planet of the Apes trilogy that came out. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very underrated. I I really think they did a great job with War and Dawn specifically. Yeah. Um, and they're making a fourth movie in the series. Yeah. Um, and I just saw the trailer for it. It looks awesome. What do you feel about them? I don't know. I don't know if you I, I don't really. Have you seen them? I've seen bits and pieces of them. Oh really? Yeah yeah. Oh I think it's so funny because um, what's his name that wrote American Psycho? Brett Easton Ellis. Brett Easton yep. Ellis. He did a podcast for a long time, and it was about film, and it was a lot about, a lot about like smaller things, avant-garde stuff. And he wrote this. He talked about this thing where he said that the scene in War of the Planet of the Apes, where the camera is mounted on the tank mm-hmm. and it spins as it shows the destruction and the fight, he's like, it's it's one of the best like shots in film, and it's the best shot in film of 2020, 20, you know, twenty seventeen or twenty fourteen or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I think the movies are like. I think that those movies are doing for like CGI what Jurassic Park did for it in 1993. And I just think that sure. they're just not as big. They, yeah. They, well, they, I mean, uh, I think that, you know, the, the, the Planet of the Apes movie I did see back in the day was the Wahlberg one. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they said they were doing this and it was like a prequel trilogy. And I was just like, I'm good. And I know they're, they're good. I, yeah, know, they I understand yeah. that they are good yeah. movies. They're I just all, never... They're also... It's it's not a prequel trilogy. It. It's like a different story. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? But it's, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. It just never uh, interested me if you, enough to If you did in. ever get interested in like watching them, I think that... Well, now they're ruined for me. Because of the evolution story, yeah, yeah, because of the lack of dolphins. Yeah, whenever I see it, I'm gonna think, yeah, you know, dolphin man. <laughs> you're, you're gonna There's watch only it. one person that can save us from this uprising. Yes. I do. I a do. A dolphin man. I, I do think if you ever decide to watch them, I think you'd really like them. I oh, think, for I think sure. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. No, you, it's Brad? one of those hurdle things. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get it. I haven't, I haven't watched the trailer. Um, no, but so. have you watched? What about the other movies? Yeah, I, I watched them. Remember, like infamously, after seeing the first trailer, I was oh, not yeah. interested. Oh yeah, doesn't know about this. Not interested, mm-hmm. and then we saw the second trailer like in the theaters, and I'm like, well, it doesn't look like uh, the movie doesn't make me want to kill myself or something no, like you that. You said bomb every theater in the country that's but, showing it. That might have been it. He said that. Yeah, isn't that weird? And, we got another manifesto going. And uh, and so they were like, how are you so harsh on these poor apes? And I'm like, I, you know, like sometimes you say things and you hyperbolize, you exaggerate your feelings for comedic effect. And Chuck's mm-hmm. like, nope, it's a literal <laughs> bomb threat. <laughs> So I went to jail. No, so that year for his birthday, I wrote a big story called The Planet of the Brads. And we had a whole big story about Brad taking over the planet. Yeah. For his, it was a little thing. But anyway, 
Anyway, what episode of the sitcom that you guys live in is is that one? (laughs) Anyway, you watched them all eventually. (laughs) Yes, I did watch them all and I enjoyed them. Andy Circus is amazing oh yeah it's, for it's, sure it's so crazy. yeah no uh, I, I i'm not yeah. saying they're bad or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. it's just one of those things where i was no, like oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't i kind of checked out you I, know? I think most people were like i'm not really interested in another planet of the apes movie and that's yeah. why people didn't go see it it's, right it's very difficult about this? to communicate the quality planets of the ape there's Ooh. one ape and there's multiple planets <laughs> yeah it's true oh um, we're, we're veering towards charlton heston territory yeah. yes heston has had thoughts yes you yes. know for me my planet of the apes is the Heston of course. Of the yeah, of I, course. I like doing of the, course. the Heston thing. I know. He had a Christmas thing because we're getting closer to holiday season. Oh, really? He had pitched a Christmas uh, Planet of the Apes special, and it was it was rough. This is a, an old character thing I did on a previous podcast. It doesn't <laughs> so matter. Was Baby Jesus ostensibly the reason for Christmas? Uh huh. No, no, no. Ape? This was this he was, was a, a non. Was this a wasn't this was, this wasn't leading towards like the biblical Christmas. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, this was more the you know the Santa e Christmas. Okay, yeah. Because I believe it was. Uh, he he's an astronaut. Charlton Heston's an astronaut, and he goes up into space, and then they're landing back on the planet, and they hit something. Uh oh. The ship hit something. Oh boy. And they crash, and then uh, what they it, it's a sleigh. Oh. They hit a sleigh, yeah. and he looks, and it's Santa, and Santa's dead. I remember. And so then he looks down and he's like, oh my God, Santa is a fucking ape. Oh, okay. He's a goddamn gorilla. Yeah. And he has to focus on that. I'm not even doing the voice. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up dressing as Santa and then he goes into town and everybody's like, oh my God, Santa's a human. Oh, and so, it's a whole thing. So we, uh, on our podcast, uh, on Fun Bearable, we do repost episodes of Ray's old podcast, of our old podcast, because we were separate podcasts that came together. So last year we did repost your Podmas Castacular. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, with Ray and Derek, your old podcast. So should we re- repost this one this year at some point in December? Sure, why not? Right, yeah. like get it on the feed. Get it's it a Christmas there. one because it, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Derek was interviewing uh, Charlton Heston about all the Christmas films. Yeah, that I remember he there had auditioned for, and he yep. was there to get a new yeah planet of the apes started no it was, I, I remember yeah that was you, fun you, you sent this to me a long time ago because there's a halloween one like that and there's a christmas yeah. one we should post the christmas one this year let's do it that's fun it's yeah. really fun we're just inching closer and closer to getting charlton heston to be the fourth member of this <laughs> podcast uh but uh, speaking of uh past things i wanted to pivot to this yes a uh, quick update for for you guys uh so any viewers listeners uh that are familiar with the saga of the barber oh ray has oh. a a right wing barber and yeah. ray is... i i didn't seek him out that way right i didn't go he, he google right wing barber near me yes <laughs> so you look you looked in your facebook group the dolphin <laughs> the fish dolphin monkey man facebook group and you yeah. found someone <laughs> As we grow hair yeah. <laughs> show me a fish that grows hair <laughs> uh yeah so uh so i you know my old barber moved i had to find a new barber i realized very quickly that this gentleman and I don't have the same views on a lot of things. Right. Mm. But I'm going and I'm making the best of it because he's a good barber. He's a very good barber. Right. And yeah. I think he's a good guy for okay. sure. I think right. he's a good guy. Yeah. I think he I, just has views that don't line up with me. Right. Right. Uh, and maybe some of those views would impact my view of a good guy. Right. right. But listen, I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. I think we got to bridge the gap. I think, yeah. I think we, I, I really strong for another day, we'll talk about it. We can't just be like, that person believes this, mm. let's never talk to him again. <laughs> I like how you're like, we don't have time in this episode where we talk about fishmen and monkeys <laughs> from dolphins. <laughs> we'll save the idea of understanding each other 
<laughs> and bringing about peace and understanding. Well, I like that Chuck's the one, like, you know, people can believe different things and we should still be nice to them. Like, you know, some people believe fish, dolphin, monkey, man. We should some people... cast someone out for believing fish, dolphin, monkey, monkey man. man. Yeah. <laughs> SDMM. Anyway. anyway. Your uh, little buddy. Yeah, yes. My little buddy. Yes. <laughs> uh, so my barber, uh, I went to go get a haircut last week, and uh, and I walked in, and he said immediately, guess where I'm go- going tomorrow, right? Because I was headlining the Comedy Connection. Here. Uh, this is Our studio is in the Rhode Island Comedy Connection uh, basement. Yes. And uh, uh, so right upstairs is where, you know, comedy shows happen. Uh, so I was doing uh, shows... And uh, thank you to any fun, bearable listeners, viewers that uh, came out to the show. We had some people come out, nice. which was really nice. Yeah, uh, it's always appreciated. And uh, so, yeah, the shows were really fun. Yes. And the first show, uh, you know, it was packed out, and I, I'm thrilled with that. Really appreciate it. Uh, always fun to to do shows back at the club. Um, my barber was here uh, at the club with the other barber. They're like oh, partners okay. in this business. And I saw the partner, and I shook his hand. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? You know. And mm-hmm. my barber was being kind of loud. I thought Uh-oh. he was talking on a phone, but he wasn't. He was talking to the guy next to him. And uh, so I did see him. Mm-hmm. And then when I went on stage, he started yelling stuff out occasionally. And I had to squash it. And I was just like, hey, just shut up. You know, that kind that of guy thing. uses too much moose. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. He was far enough away where I can feign ignorance and just be like, oh, I didn't even know that was you. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I squashed it quickly. And then at some point during the, the show, like maybe 20 minutes into the set, mm-hmm. I notice he's gotten up and is being almost carried out by the other guy. And they leave. And all I'm thinking in my head is like, oh, no. Because when he was leaving, I was doing this new bit about... Uh, uh, the the baker that doesn't want to do cakes gay for, right. for yeah. gay marriage. Right. Yeah. Uh, gay, gay weddings. Uh, so I was doing that and I'm like, oh no, is he leaving because I'm like doing like a pro-gay marriage bit, you yeah. know? But it wasn't that. No, it was not. Uh, Chuck, you were there and you were in the back of the room uh, and didn't realize it was my barber. Can you describe what was going on at that moment? Well, so here's I think that I was influenced by this. We were talking to our buddy Corey, who is a big fan of the podcast. He's a good close friend of mine, great dude, and he's there. And he works with people who have like some mental issues, and he takes them around, and they go and do things, and that's part of his that's job. That's why he brought you to the show. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and you're like, no, oh, listen, monkeys, because if they swim long enough. <laughs> and uh i think that that was in my head because he had given our friend a ride that day we were talking about it and he actually had emailed that day um and so when this guy that i saw that i did not know was ray's barber it was just a show patron yeah i saw a guy like this like and i'm like okay and then he goes like "Ah, ah," and i was like Okay, and he was like in the back. Yeah, and he was walking, and then someone came to me. He's like, "Come on, let's go, let's go." And a guy put his arm around him. He's like, "Let's go." Yeah, and they started walking in out of the middle of the room. And in the middle of the room, the guy stopped and he went like, "Hey, whoa, hey," to you on stage. And then his friend came. Come on, let's go, let's go. And he took him out. And I was like, "That's so nice that this man was taking this other poor man, this man, this other man." To see a comedy show, and he was just a little bit too loud for it, and maybe, maybe you know, they have to leave, and next time maybe he'll know 
you have to be a little quieter or we have to leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's very, very sweet. And then I and said then, to Chuck, no, that's my barber. <laughs> <laughs> and it was his drunken antics. He was like extremely drunk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Other people also thought that he was, uh, you know, uh, in a condition. It's so funny because I, Ray's wife was there. Rick Kalina was there. Mm-hmm. And before I even told that Please story. keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. KL. <laughs> Before I even told that story, she told an identical story from her viewpoint and that she thought was, I thought this was this. I thought mm-hmm. it was this. It, she saw it the exact same way that I did. Yeah. And so post-show, I had to go over to both of these people and staff and be like, oh, that was my barber. <laughs> that was the guy who cuts my hair. Yeah. And all I, can th- all I could think then was, I just got a haircut yesterday. I got to go back. At some point, yeah, soon, yeah, you know, within three weeks or something, and be like, "Hey, I'm here to get my hair cut. What happened? You know, yeah. did you have a stroke? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I and it's gonna be, it's gonna be just when I was getting to a point where I figured out how to talk to this guy because right. we've talked about that before. I I was struggling to talk to this guy right the way. A kid, like a high school kid, would feel about a new stepdad. Yeah, yeah. How do I create this relationship yes. in a decent way? Right. Yeah. We're not going to see eye to eye. We don't agree on a lot of things. Right. But we're here for a common purpose. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. We both want my head of hair to look okay. Yeah. Not fucked up. Right. Yeah. And I'm getting there. It's not there yet, but I'm getting there. But uh, I, just when I figured out the relationship, what which was. They're always usually watching like a comedy thing on mm-hmm. a TV yeah. uh, in the in the the, the barbershop. Yeah, I'll just talk about that. I'll just focus on that. And, we'll, and yeah, we'll you get find there. the branches. You're like, oh, you know, this person wrote this. And yeah, I loved yeah. him in this. Whatever. Yeah, steer clear of current events. Yeah. Steer clear of political things. Watch what you're saying. You know what yeah, I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and just when I had gotten there, like I left that haircut feeling like I think I figured it out. You know, I think we've come to a mutual <laughs> understanding here. <laughs> You know, we both love my mom and we're trying to make it work. Yeah. And then this happened and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah. I don't know what's about to happen. I bet. Here's my, can I, can I, ooh, maybe we should just kind of take a bet on what's going to happen next time you go in. Okay. I think. $360. I think he's going to say, hey, man, I think he's not even going to acknowledge that he had to be escorted out. Um, I think he's going to say that you were awesome and he's going to slightly allude to the fact that he drank a little bit that night. And that's going to be it. Okay. That's my guess. What do okay. You think? Yeah, that makes sense to me because then you don't have to bring it up. Uh, like, hey, I saw you, a grown-ass man, <laughs> unable to hold your liquor. And your friend had to carry, like, I, yeah. you know, like, just, yeah. I think both of you are going to pretend it didn't happen. I think <laughs> I'm going to go in and he's going to immediately mention that uh what i'm worried about is that he's gonna be like they kicked me out what the fuck oh i came oh. to see your show and they yeah. fucking kicked me out is he that type of, i see we don't know the guy yeah, yeah right he might be that type of guy i don't know we're gonna find out i don't know him that well you know what i mean right. uh, i could see him being like what the fuck they kicked me out but i could also see him doing essentially right. what both of you have described right yeah right i can see that as well but i'm gonna have to say something yep you know what i mean like he paid a ticket price to come in and watch the show, and he had to leave because he was so messed up. He's yeah. going to say something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be uh, strained silence. Snip, 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 yeah. snip, snip. And you're like, I can't bear this anymore. And you're going to be like, so what do you think of the fish, dolphin, monkey man? <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to, he's, yeah. he's going to say, 
Where do bats fit in? Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, vampires. I can give you the vampire thing. <laughs> it's, it's similar. <laughs> it goes, I mean, bats are like the fish goes, of the sky. It goes mosquito, bat. <laughs> so if tuna is chicken of the sea. <laughs> tuna is chicken of the sea. We all know that. We can all agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. Darwin said that, I yeah. think. You know, tuna is chicken of the sea. I, yeah, I think the written, bats it's, it's, are the bats are the turtles of the sky. Yeah, bats are tuna of the sky. And then chicken are bats of the land yeah. because chickens don't chickens don't fly. <laughs> they don't fly so good. It's, they don't fly so good. It's, <laughs> just, it's just a game of rock paper scissors. Yeah. Chicken beats. Hold on. Bat beats chicken, right? Because it can fly down and attack. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But chicken, chicken beats, beats tuna. Tuna because it can just peck in the water. Or you just say grab fish. It. Yeah, you just yeah, say yeah, fish. Yeah, chicken, chicken beats fish. fish, and then fish beats bat. Yeah, fish beats bat. Drowns it. I don't know why. Because bats go down, they swoop to get the bugs on the water. Mm. The fish jumps on top yeah, of it yeah, and yeah. he flies away. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, by the way, sure, if you're a new sure. fun bearable listener, sorry, and you want to take a, <laughs> you want to so wager, what is Ray's barber going to say to him? Write us at funbearablepod at gmail.com. Give us your yes. suggestions. What do you think he's going to say? Because this episode is coming out really quick after we're yeah, recording yeah. this. So we will be able to see what people think yeah. and see who's It's just right. interesting because if you're if you're a previous viewer listener, then yeah. you know that this has been a bit of a you know, a trial for me to to figure this out and deal with this guy. Yeah. Didn't have a dad growing up. Yeah. This guy is yep. such a stepdad to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh and it's tough because I like him. I like the other guy. I I think they're good people. I love their shop. Their shop is great. It's a it's a fantastic barbershop. I want to say it and promote it, but I don't want you to know yeah. where I go. Well, because now you know the relationship. I was gonna and say. somebody out there is gonna fucking dox me and they're gonna <laughs> call him up and be like, hey, did you know Ray Harrington really struggles to connect with you. <laughs> hey, if it results in another can, fun bear, way, I'm down. By the way, you could send that message to anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is fair. Just wanted to let you know, Ray Harrington really struggles to connect with you. Your hey, son finished checking I his voicemail. Say, <laughs> hey, What's Ray's this? wife. Hey, I don't... Everybody bought my wife a child. Okay? All right? And my mom. Just those three. Yes, right. Just those three. Yeah. All right. I do struggle to connect with uh, the two of you, (laughs) especially when, let's just say, somebody Mm -hmm. is having a real struggle with the idea of warm and cold-blooded creatures. I feel I feel like you would be looking at something like like it's a montage of science, right? It's a montage of and then he does work in the lab, yep. and he comes out and he's like, "All right, I think I figured it out." The issue is we've got warm blooded creatures and cold blooded creatures. I think the problem's the blood. <laughs> Takes that. What if we put cold blood in, in a warm creature? In the microwave. <laughs> Just for a second, just for a second, like just ten, real like quick. ten seconds, yeah. just heat it up, real quick. Stir real quick. it. You gotta stir. You yeah. gotta <laughs> stir it. You don't want to get a hot zone, like a hot pocket of ooh, hot a pocket of blood. Yeah. Mm, hot pocket, hot go, pocket of go, blood. I could go for the vampire bat situation. <laughs> <laughs> I need ten cc's of hot pocket of blood. Hot pocket of blood uh. is is Chuck's uh, R-rated vampire comedy. <laughs> it's it's raunchy. It's raunchy as hell. Hot yeah. pocket of blood. Jim Gaffigan's in it though. Yes, vampire <laughs> cameo. That is, you know, what's fun like little pitch ideas of like American Pie with vampires, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Fun. Ooh, 
That's a good question. If a vampire gets turned, like let's say they are a teenager, teenage boy, because okay. I can relate to that more, right? Right. Uh, than a girl. Yeah. <laughs> what goes on in their heads? That was a joke. Oh. Uh, let's say, let's cut all of that. Craig, <laughs> cut all of that. Leave it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Craig, cut Craig. out everything Leave Chuck it. has said in the Craig, past. just do the panel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if a teenage boy yes. is bitten, yeah. Before he loses his virginity. Right. Yeah. right. Vampire teenage boy. Yeah. Permanently teenage boy. Let's say 13. Okay. Oh, young they, stay enough, the, they stay the age. They stay the age. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? I they don't vampires don't age whatsoever, ever? Uh depends who you're reading. I think that's yeah. probably what yeah. it is. But but in general. Traditionally, right, sure. A vampire stays the age they're they're bit. Right. Yeah. I didn't watch Twilight, but probably that character got bit when he was young. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's part creepy because it's like, isn't Robert Pattinson like hundreds of years old? Why does yeah. he go to high he's, school? He's a hundred years old. He's a hundred years old. Uh, to, he... to blend in. I read the first for book. The, for the to, wait, to blend in, but what does he go to high school every for a hey, they, they, years? They switch they high schools. They have to switch schools and stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he moves around the country. Right. Yeah. But he probably learned weird stuff like in like yeah. 1946. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. now it's probably did. different stuff that he learned. Yeah. His yes. tests are weird. He's yeah. just like <laughs> bloodletting. And they're like, what are you talking yeah. about? He's like, oh, uh, never mind. Okay. Or he's like, who said this? And he writes, like, uh, actually, that guy never said that. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I was in, uh, he was in my math be, class. To be fair, <laughs> he's not the only one who does that on tests. Oh, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's that strict homeschooling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, fish who, aren't real. Who's who said? <laughs> who said this nice inspirational thing? Jesus. Yeah. So okay. So Jesus did the. He signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> he might as well have. Wow. So okay. So you yeah. want to talk about the boy? Yeah. So if he's like thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Too young, I think, to casually hook up. Right. That's going to take some work. Yep. Right. But also young enough where it's like in his group of of people. Like like minded, like aged people, mm -hmm. it would be weird the older he gets, right? Yeah. And yes, Chuck, it would be weird the older he gets. I like how you're like I can't even wrap my head around. <laughs> it just makes no sense to me. No, but like uh, in uh, Interview with a Vampire, right? Right. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst's character is bitten as a child, so she's a child for yep. hundreds of years. Oh wow! And, and she's like insane. She ends up doing some killings. Wow! Because of it, she's stuck at that age, right? right? Uh, I lost the plot of what I was going to ask, but basically it's like, man, a 13-year-old vampire who's like 100 years old, stuck. how's he losing his virginity? Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially before the prom. Oh! <laughs> right? yeah. We made a bet. I was waiting yeah. for the American Pie to come back. Yeah. Um, that is a tall order. It is a tall order. Isn't isn't there a movie about a guy who's like who's stuck in like a certain age and for a long time and that that's like an issue? Is it Benjamin Button? Oh, I think it's Eternals. Is there a character like that in Eternals? Yeah. There's a character oh. like it's weird. Well, there's yeah. a there's the opposite version, which is the movie Jack yes. with Robin Williams. Ages oh. very quickly. Ages very, very quickly, yeah. Which means like he was feeling exploratory yeah, he tried as to, like a fifty five year old man. He was trying to bang Jennifer Lopez when he was ten. So were you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but like from afar. Oh, okay. Oh. He was doing it like up close and she was like, We can't do this, you're ten. Up close. We can't. We please. You're ten. You know, it'd be crazy if all these age characters. <laughs> what are we doing? This is insane. <laughs> all these, and it's Jennifer Lopez and Robin Williams. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Am I right about that? I I haven't. She was the teacher. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, yeah. tries to kiss her. I think. 
I don't know if she he tries. He to, tries to kiss her, and she she like says no, and he gets nervous, and he runs away, and he has a heart attack down the stairs. That's what happens in the movie. I don't remember that part of the that's, movie. That's also me. Anytime I try to kiss no, a girl. No, he doesn't have a heart attack on, on the stairs. Yeah, he does. He graduates at the end and gets in a fucking convertible with attack, his friends. You can have a heart attack and live. I guess. He does. He has a... Uh, okay, it might be a stroke, but very similar. He had a, he had a, an attack of angina. I think it happened. But right. wouldn't it be fun if all these really strange age characters all lived together? So, no. Oh, shared talking, universe. We're talking... Okay. Well, I'm just saying, Kirsten Dunst as a vampire. Uh-huh. Uh... Jack with Robin Williams and Benjamin Button all share an apartment. Sure. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> it would be weird. It would annoying. be weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday. Their landlord? Like, Snork. <laughs> just like, this is a lot of Wait. age. Sorry, issue. sorry. Sea Lord. Okay. All right. <laughs> they probably be a lot of jealousy. There would be a lot of jealousy. A lot I of think. confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Benjamin Button is aging into a, <laughs> into into a, a baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So Jack would be jealous of that. I think if I was Benjamin Button's mother, I'd be really... I, I think I wouldn't stop asking about... But what happens at the very end? Yeah. <laughs> I think that Benjamin, when he's a baby, does, the, does he go back in me? Because I'm going to be like 75 when that happens. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if the logic of Benjamin Button is sound. Yeah, no. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think so. Because yeah. how do you age into a baby and start as an old man? Because his I, knees are weak and stuff, right? I think you should watch the movie. But it, I don't think it makes any sense. I don't think. How did he come out as a frail old man? I'm sure. It, I'm sure there's part of it in the movie. Congratulations! It's a. I don't know. It's a disgusting old man. <laughs> yeah. It's a professor. You know what I mean? No, not you. Great news, everybody! I was born. <laughs> I will someday age into a baby. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the professor comes out and he's like, Yuck, I never want to go back in there. <laughs> yuck! Yeah, I love it, yuck. I'm going to have to go in the womb. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't know what this is, but let's let's maybe uh, wrap it up. Close the doors. Yeah, that was fun. Let's put chains on it. Let's write, do not open, fun bears inside. You know what I mean? Yep. Just a cavalcade of pop culture references. <laughs> A story of a man not able to be an adult around another adult man, and then... No, the story of evolution. And then the story of evolution, yeah. <laughs> the story of evolution, the factual story of evolution. You know what? I have an idea for our Christmas episode. I, uh... <laughs> Jesus was a fish? <laughs> Dolphin. I uh, read David Brin's Uplift books this year. Super intelligent dolphins. So, I mean, maybe Chuck agrees with acclaimed science fiction writer David Brin. I do. And a Hugo slash Nebula award winning novel, Star Tri- Star Have Tide you ever Rising. Met Hugo Nebula? Yeah. Weird guy. Oh yeah, the weirdest Weird guy. Um, uh, speaking of super intelligent dolphins, yeah. let okay. us not forget Sequest DSV. Yep. Darwin the dolphin who could speak. You know, maybe next year's Comic Con. Darwin will be there? Probably not. Maybe Darwin has evolved into a monkey by that point. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Darwin the monkey? Caesar. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, folks, thank you all so much for listening and or watching. (laughs) We we appreciate you sticking around for our nonsense. Yeah, and please uh, please like and subscribe if you like the podcast. We have a lot of fun. We do a lot of fun things. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, I have questions, comments, and concerns about Chuck right now. I got otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) Send, send us an email, funbearablepod at gmail.com. We're happy to uh, to read 
and answer it. Otherwise, is the non-binary Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> for Ray Harrington and Chuck Staten, I'm Brad Rohr saying thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. They all float down here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. That's not bad. I don't know what I'm doing. So can you write down your thoughts about all this stuff with the fish people? Yeah. And we'll just kind of, I just want to look at it. We'll just, we'll just, kind, of, we'll just kind of turn yeah. it in to the authorities. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I will. yeah. And I'll do a vampire one. Oh, all right. And if you need any other creatures explained. <laughs> <laughs> creatures explained, an anthology by Chuck Staten.